Which um, which open do we want? I want uh, Bee Gees again. I the, like the Bee Gees. Amber like Amber. Amber went Bee Gees country. Okay. Well, Elvis, angsty. As much as I love Amber, I got to go with the Todd Father. Maybe we'll, maybe we do a folk one sometime, and I can just play, and you can just sing. I yeah, I think that'd yeah. be great. No, yeah, Amber Amber liked Bee Gees. Did I say country one? Country one. No sorry. country. No no no. Bee Gees one country oh, two. Okay, my bad. That's the way I'm this episode of the B3 Podcast comes to you from Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery and brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, one agent for all your insurance needs. Stop knocking on wood. Go see Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Well, you can tell by the way we use our popular women's men and we like to talk music loud Travis Brett sponsors the show. We talk sports, musical show. Talk about the Deco and Brano. We can share our hot takes on the podcast. I just wait. Whether you're a brother from another mother, you like to be the bot, be the bot. Hot wings to make it hot. Takes a shaking on the be the bot, be the bot. There go. we go. There, there. I go. was. I was turning the wrong thing down. I was gonna go. Woo! Was was that Todd giving us a Ric that Flair? That was. I didn't know Record Todd. I didn't know Todd knew how to do Ric Flair. Hey. Woo! There we go. You're pretty good at that, Todd. All right. My question is this: Does does John Travolta get the credit he deserves for the range that he showed in '75 to '77, going no. from Vinnie Pavarino to? Uh, to Saturday Night Fever. With a stop um, in Texas on the way in Urban Cowboy. Well, no, I think that's... Or was that after? That's after. That's after, okay. Now, he may very well have done Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Been there. You know, but, Been but there. I mean, look at the... Who I was mean, the girl in that? Was, is, was it somebody we should know? I don't know. Girl in the Plastic Bubble. But um, you look at the range going from Barbarino, street tough Italian kid, to a street tough Italian kid in... It's pretty impressive. What's well, what's his favorite role that that he ever? If it's not Three Men and a Baby, I don't know what's. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Wasn't he in that? Or look who's talking! I look who's talking! Look who's talking. Yeah. And he was. I mean, he was really, obviously, really good in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he was. I love Urban Cowboy. We've talked about that before on the pod. Um, and didn't he? Didn't at one time? Am I trying to know? This is right. He played the old lady. Yes. In hairspray, right? In hairspray. Yeah. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. Speaking of roles, you don't necessarily know somebody is. I still got to go with Tom Cruise in uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Agree. As, as less gross. Agree. That is just. He's fantastic in that. For he's an a actor. society where everything is. And by the way, this is this isn't left wing right. Like like everybody wants to get everybody canceled. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Which Tropic side. Thunder. Has incredibly held up. That can't even get made now. Really. No, it would no. never. It, no. And we, we we can't even have a decent comedy made right and, now. And, and Robert what's Downey the last Jr. good comedy that was made? I, I mean, Jeez, I'd have to. I 
I mean, th- there you go. Yeah, that's my point I, uh, exactly. Maybe workaholics on uh, Comedy Central. <laughs> that was pretty funny. South Park or the league. every week. The league. Did I send you something from the league today? No. Well, maybe. But I, if we I did, a, I didn't know. We had a league bathroom conversation the other day. We talked the league while we leaked. Well, I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm just saying that you're right. But Tropic Thunder was so good. Robert Downey Jr. may win Best Supporting Actor, which was what would be his third Oscar. At least. But that wasn't Tropic Thunder. Everybody thinks about the Iron Man stuff right now, and I guess I'd have to look up the IMBD. But wasn't Tropic Thunder kind of like his first after he was kind of quote-unquote clean? Back. Back, kind of back. Is that right? I don't know, but the very fact that he was playing I'm making up stories himself. like we don't have the internet yeah, right we got everything. playing the type of actor he was or, or you know, throwing himself into the role. But and you know what? Would it have been Chaplin? Or was Chaplin, Chaplin? He won a, I think he won an Academy Award for Chaplin. Yeah. Um, you know who, uh, who I, I love Paul Giamatti this year in uh, the other guys. And I think, I think that, uh, like I said, Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer is fantastic. Um, I still have to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's on Peacock. It's a lot. I, well, I, I wish I would have seen it. It ended IMAX. up incinerating, you know, a quarter of a million people. That's the way you're supposed to see it. Because I it don't think it's quarter million. I think it's only like 150,000, 140,000. Oh, no, at one place, I'm, t- I'm counting both of them: Hiroshima both, and Nagasaki. Counting, and the, maybe you should take it out ten years okay. with all the radiation. Yeah. Uh, well, like Agent Orange, I, I asked a guy at um, the Vietnam War Memorial in Washington D.C. if you had to. Add people who have perished from Agent Orange exposure and cancer. He said the wall would be three t- three times longer than it is. That was uh, that was yeah. you know now that was a historical go. guide. But you know, while we're talking about movies, do we want to go ahead and talk about Bob Marley? Because we, we were okay. we were going to yeah, talk about I'll it Saturday night and we for, we forgot. By the way, Tropic was... Tropic Thunder. He had a fifteen year break. Tropic Thunder. Wow, was, his was his wow. Yeah. And when he was they on Ali McBeal once. Sorry, when they were. I, it must have been, I don't know if it was the Grammys or what, but he and Jack Black and who was the third person? Was it? Uh, ben Stiller. Stiller. And they did a fake thing where they were behind, they made them look like the pips behind Gladys Knight. It was on some award show or something. That, Jack Black has done and, so much and good they, stuff like And they that. acted like the pips behind Gladys Knight in like the seven. you know, she was, it was so good. Jack Black is brilliant. Oh, the, and, and he's a brilliant and, musician and, and, and singer. And, and, and Brino, when he and Jimmy Fallon redid the extreme more than words yes. video down to a T, <laughs> yes. that was that was art right there. Listen, look up, and this was during the pandemic, I think. Look up him lip syncing Psycho Killer on YouTube. It is so good. The camera is literally right in his face and he's just mouthing the words of Psycho Killer. I don't want this to cut into my hockey minute, but in that extreme video... No, you you can't have both. (laughs) In the extreme video for Wholehearted, what a great... Cam Neely and Glenn Wesley of the Bruins are in there. I remember Cam Neely. By the way, there are nights when I turn that video on and just pretend that I'm at your 60th birthday party and just (laughs) listen to the glory. Well, right. this is why we can't ever get anywhere on our itinerary because now you Let's brought up Jack Black, and I saw I stopped last night on Shallow How, oh and my. I wanted to bring this up. That is the and I saw this in the theater. I think yep. it is the weirdest concept for a movie. First of all, Jack Black looks weird because yeah. he's so thin. Yeah, at the kind of like when Jonah Hill loses. Costanza's weight, yeah. got a tail. Yeah, 
It, Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit. I mean, what a weird, weird movie. It's uh, good. I've watched it. It was Vanilla, an interesting concept. Yeah. Vanilla Sky gets pretty weird. Vanilla yeah, Sky is. I saw that, but I don't and, remember. And uh, the Butterfly Effect. Butterfly but Effect was. Yeah. That was another one that. Left Vanilla me Sky was on in a uh, in a hotel room, and I don't even remember now. Cam Cameron was, movie. Well, if it was I a. Mean, a uh, it's a Terre Haute, famous. Uh, a Terre Haute North production. Yes, no, but it was on, and, and, and there was it was a basketball or a volleyball state finals or something, and it was on, and you know we had kids kind of walking in, walking out. It was like the room where you'd come get your food and blah blah. blah. <laughs> then we started listening to the dialogue, and we're like, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that was a channel change. That from back. In the I was day. at a high school game, and they were playing. Um, Scorpions, uh, not Final Countdown. That's in New York. But uh, what's the big Scorpions? Team? Oh, the wins a uh, change. Wins a change. No, no, no. That the, the uh, God. I should have this one at my fingertips. Rocky like a hurricane. Right, yes. And the and the line. I, I wonder if the band director knew that the the line is, uh, the bitch is hot. She needs to tell. So give her inches and feed her well. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I'm just thinking when he's going up there and doing that. <laughs> Hey, speaking of right now, between the rock concert as you walk out and the and the music that's being played during Bar Reeve, like Bar Reeve is the music mecca of the world right now. Tell you what, Coach Hester, the band at the end of the game, and then the high school band in between the four quarters, you get a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's really good. Well, all right, Bob, let's go to Bob. And everybody, okay, know, everybody uh, can I get a little more water? But can I get a lemon in there this time, or lime, or something? Todd's on water tonight. Yeah, just for the sake of. But uh, I saw this with my wife. I went to the first showing on the first day. Okay. I was very excited about it. Hope for the best. Uh, Fantastic trailer and premise. You know, <clears throat> it's and I'm just speaking strictly as a white man. It's really hard for me to understand the dial, the Jamaican accent, and the, the dialogue. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing it on Netflix or HBO. They or didn't something. have subtitles my, at the no. theater. Yeah, my, my kids watch everything with subtitles. Do your kids do that? My kids do that too. It drives me crazy. That drives me insane. Although I had to watch Peaky Blinders the first couple of se- or the first season of Peaky Blinders, I couldn't understand a word. You they know were what? Saying. It's it's more I difficult than Peaky Blinders. Yeah. But it's it's a great story, and it's it's you know you're talking about somebody who who had worldwide influence in a in a slice or in a segment of society that had been, and of course is going to love this world underrepresented. You know, did it what did it live? Because that was Kirsten and I watched it, and we're like, yeah, God, can this I mean, live up to this trailer? Because the trailer was worth the money. Yes, Did it no. like I said, it was not, and I was I went in with the highest of expectations. And I'm I don't know really the story, so I'm kind of anxious to. It really it lets, I, I mean, it reminds people, Jamaica was not that different from uh, South Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, it gets a little into the political strife and and, and this and that. And FYI, where is Bob Marley buried at? I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, no, it's it's in America. No, I think it's back in Africa. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I think there had been an ongoing In court case. by some chance? I think you may be right. I'll the home of Haley Salim? Yes. Yeah, the going highest into, and most righteous Haley Salim? Yep, back into the Rastafarian. Like, it, yeah, it, it, it was a whole thing. I, I, uh, I didn't know if the movie addressed that. That's what No, it, it doesn't. But you know what? It's just one of those things where they did a good job. Uh, you know, my, my Montgomery, Indiana ears just don't hear yeah. the way I worship them. But, yes, so there you go. Right. Go see it. Maybe wait. For so how many chicken legs are we talking? You know what? It's like two chicken legs and then a, a thigh. Oh. <laughs> they're Okay. Wyatt, don't get thigh. any ideas. We're just doing chicken legs. On Speaking of, got a note uh, from Tyler Schulteis. He said, listening to the pod, it inspired him, and they, they went and got a six street bobes, and, and he's all he's right he, there. He, he upped it to 10 yeah, chicken legs. Yeah, he went 10 chicken legs. So go, the 10 chicken legs. Yeah. Now, are we going to night country? Well, let's talk about the NBA All-Star game real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. Dear. Oh, go ahead. Because this won't take long. Okay. So I was glad when this this started for me last week. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I never when watched. It was it. over. When I last week, I got to thinking about. I hadn't watched an NBA All Star game for a while. I turned it on last year, and I'm like, "What in the hell yes, is what this? is this?" And this was at the beginning. Or, you know, so I went back last week, sitting there trying to avoid doing real work, and looked up just about ten minutes of the 1985 All Star game. And this isn't old man on his soapbox. I just knew that that was a lot of really good players. And uh, now, listen, they weren't playing. Game seven of the finals defense, but they were playing defense last year. When I watched the NBA All Star game, they were literally just standing there watching either a three pointer or whatnot. Coach Coach Thompson said the other day that good basketball players, and when he, when he says good, he means good high school players. Yeah. They know how to play pickup games at eighty to ninety yeah, percent of what you might play in a game where. It's not all out. You're going nuts, but it's it's still competitive. Yeah. It's a summer game. That's not, gonna, he said, and that's what they. And, and I and I felt you know. You're right. Josh is, Josh is a, he played small college basketball. If he's saying that, there's got to be some validity to it. And I'm like you. I turned it on just because it was in in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah. Because I thought it'd be nice for the city and the state. What a, it was an embarrassment. It, well, and the thing is, by them doing this, and I say them, I'm talking the NBA players by by, because I hate it when I hear typically old white men, oh, they don't play any defense. I hate the NBA. That is completely not true. They are elite they are defensive super players. Talented. They are talented exponentially. It feeds into that other narrative. Oh, they don't play no defense. Yeah. It's just a, they put up, the score was 211 to 186. One team had over 100 at halftime. They attempted 168 threes. I just—it's—it's it's silly. And the I don't, fact I don't, is, they, they you make know, most of them. That's what. But there is an impact. Got to Reveille last night. Seth Wagler was out on the um, the R emblem, probably thirty feet away, and uh, he was kind of messing around about an hour before the game, and he said four point shot, four point shot. So yeah, it just, is sticking in the lexicon of sure. some of our younger guys. You and know. you know what it reminds me of? You know how, like, when you were a kid and you played pickup games at the school or the park or wherever, and then you got done and then everybody just kind of did whatever, just shooting shots and messing around and talking? That's what they're doing. But 
So I, w- I was happy to see we're not the only ones. David Aldridge of The Athletic called it dreadful. Bob Ryan, veteran sports writer, I think, from Philly. Is that right? Bob Ryan? Boston. For Boston, years. that's right. Uh, he called it a waste of time. Stephen A. Smith called it an absolute travesty and that they should get rid of the game altogether. So, Well, you got to blow it up. You had to have this to blow it up. Adam Silver, I guess, spent months oh, he, yeah, he, he stressing went it, went in the locker room to tell them that. That did zero good. So here, Now, here's what I thought was stupid, and I've got – the, the article I was reading said four ideas to fix it. These are four awful ideas because they're not going to do anything. One, see you, Coach. One is USA versus the world. I don't think who you're playing is going to matter. One, no, it's, it's still going to be the same thing. The other one was prize money. They got money. That's why I thought the Las Vegas thing was stupid. They got money. One-on-one tournament. Stupid. Who wants to watch that? Because they're not going to play if they're not playing hard now, why would they do that? Or a three-on-three, and I thought all those ideas were terrible. I used to love Major League Baseball's All-Star game. I love seeing the crisp. I still love the All-Star game. uniforms. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, oh, We've talked about this before. I loved it. When I was a little kid, to see the Cincinnati Reds wear white shoes was a big deal. You know? I, I just – what I really liked in the last few years was the uh, – there are two, two, two events. One is the Winter Classic. And two was the game in Dyersville. You know? Oh, loved it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes, there were eight home runs hit or something like that. Who cares? But, you know, they were really – I'm not going to say they were organic. They're anything but organic when you've got 110,000 people in a football stadium. Yeah. Or somewhere like Dyersville. But the All-Star, it just means nothing to anyone anymore. And the NFL wised up. They did. Finally. Like, this is silly. I mean, guys, you know, you just went through all these weeks of getting your brains beat in. Why would you make them go go uh, play another football game? But And the thing is, it doesn't have to be like that. But Well, it, the NHL, I watched that. You guys probably didn't I'll watch I'll go backwards. I don't – Brian, you may have went up there this – the HBCA All-Star game that was at North Davies last year. That Jalen and yeah, Peyton Blades. Right. Like, that was a – yeah, we, they scored a little more. But, man, when it, when it came down to money time, those, those guys went at it a little like bit. Like you said, you're not, you're you not going to take a charge. Right. But you could play defense. Right. And I don't know. I just think those guys are proud men, and they're great. They're elite basketball players. And the majority of them are elite defensive basketball players. Why you would want to just let it be – is it – I just as I'm I'm talking. Well, is it that, or are guys afraid to get embarrassed? Are you afraid to get your Uh, ankles broken and get dunked on? Because that happens every night in the NBA. You know what I mean? I mean, you're going to get your. But I was just going to say is in the NHL All Star Game they had four three on three teams, uh, like a little round robin, and then they had four on four in the final. Yeah. Um, They played harder than the NBA All Stars did. I mean, they played harder, and it was a little more. And I guess hockey would be the – I mean, in baseball, you really can't stand around and not do anything right. I mean, unless I mean, you're just going to throw BP. The, the, the only thing that's different is you're going to get an inning or maybe two max out of your pitchers. I but, mean, hockey – I've got no problem with that either. Hockey could do nothing like the NBA. I mean yeah, – they went a little harder, but I think yeah. it's a different mentality. Right. But, you know, I mean, like I said, we aren't going to fix the All-Star game. The commissioner of the NBA is, isn't going to fix the no. All-Star game. No, there's – uh, but it needs to be – but once again, how about you do something at Rucker Park? You know what I mean? 
You know how you, Todd usually just steps in and says, I'm done talking about this. Yeah. I'm no longer talking about okay, the NBA All-Star Game. I, I, my, my final part I've is... I've listened to you enough, Todd. Maybe it's something, like I said, maybe it's something like that, where, where these, these All-Stars really go at it playing street ball. You know what I mean? Or, like I said, at Rucker Park or at Holcomb Park or somewhere like that in New York. Seed School. You know, that, something. That's where it was at in Bridgeport. Let's do this. Let's talk about Night Country, then let's take a break from our great sponsors golf plus and travis brett indiana farm bureau insurance stop knocking on wood and uh then we'll then we'll talk a little high school basketball um night country i didn't hate it i really didn't getting roasted online i know but i really didn't i i I came around a little i've gotten a lot of notes i um thought about it a little bit today and if the show was named something else, would I have watched it? And the answer was yeah. But I unfairly just continue to compare. It's, it's like IU and Bob Knight. Everything is compared to season one, and that's not going to be fair uh, to any season that comes after it. And I can't. Well, you said your like name, Mindhunter. Yeah. Mindhunter was fantastic. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, same thing. Right. Okay. Isa Lopez knew she had six episodes, so that's not an excuse for maybe some of the storytelling. But why this needed two more episodes? Why did it only have six well, it, when every other season's had eight? It needed less story. Did you care? Is what end? I think. Did you care at the end? Yes or no? No, not I really. Didn't care either because a European scientist who pollutes like. It, it turned into the story that, honestly, I expected it was going to be. It turned into an adi- indigenous woman it, story, it, it, which it, is fine when you hear why she did that. However, yes. And, and the, in, in the end where, oh, we, we, we drug them onto the ice and they case closed. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, awful. Okay, so let me Bad. ask you this. As we know how it turned out. Why the oranges rolling around and what the hubcap? Like what? I'm guessing that whatever the she is well a little bit of that connects with with Jodie Foster's son and then part of that is I think but season five is going to get green lit and is that the is that the symbol that you know becomes something I didn't even see that the symbol related to the symbol down down in season one and it had other than complete and it's almost like they forced so many and it didn't have to be used near as much like the orange she peeled an orange into that like like, literally they could have stopped Albert's looking at us like we have three heads the symbol is fine because I think you can take that out and explain it later but I felt like they should have stopped when they talked about uh, McConaughey's father in season one committing suicide. He led them to the bodies. Boom, done. That's that's the end of the. There's and your is connection. that who that was at the yes. beginning? You yes. think? Okay. the guy yes. doing the yeah. Grateful Dead right. doing the Todd the Todd Lancaster interpretive dance. Yeah, I I just when it was all said and done, when it was all said and done, I ended up I wanted to care. I didn't care. Okay, what was the what was the connection with twist and shout why was it playing again is that i think it was still playing wasn't it still no because she shut it off the first time they were there i do you have any idea what that's about i would guess clark had gone back and forth and maybe it was a deal where he yeah you know um but wanted to listen here this does has nothing to do with indigenous women if you want to make me as an american care about something 50 percent less 
have your victims with an English accent. I don't, I'm out. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, you know who else? You know, and you mentioned that with Bob Marley and the subtitles. Like, if it's, if it's something I can't completely, totally identify with, so when he was, oh, I loved her. Shut up. Don't care. Stop. Cut you know, your hair. You know you who was uh, Jodie Foster's boyfriend? Not you, Todd, but Clark. <laughs> Jody, well, that's happening. That's happening. Which but, one? Um, Jodie Foster's boyfriend. Uh, it was David Eccleston. And if you, I don't know if you guys remember, he was first the guy who brought the Doctor Who back. You know, he no. was, and he's a pretty good actor, and he's a, but but they used him in, in a way. It was he was just like a cardboard. He, he was prop. He was 1989's bad cop. Well, yeah. Okay, good segue. Sure. Bad cops. So they get their guy that they're searching for in ice caves. Yep. They get him. They sit him down. The first thing they say is, "Do you? Did you love Annie?" Like. Yeah. And so then they get him tied up. They make him listen to a bunch of crap. That's, that, this is where I checked out. Well, I didn't check and out. And at that it. point, they make food and take a nap before they go back and say, oh, by the way, what happened to the scientists? Like, what the fuck? I, like I said, I, it, I will watch season five. I am going to call this I am committed the, NBA, to that. the NBA I got to watch season three yet. This is the NBA All-Star Season three is all right. I'll, I'll say it, Brino. Season three is better That's than season four. Ali Masharasharani, yeah. whatever yeah. his name is. Cup, I, I do. Yeah, like, I, I I thought he was fantastic. He was great. Do we have any idea where the tongue? Who planted the tongue? I didn't was care about Hank? the tongue. I didn't care about the tongue at the end. All right, Navarro needs to be in concussion protocol. That girl had a rough couple of weeks. She got the shit beat out of her several times, including a fire extinguisher up against her yeah, head. Yeah, that, that one there. Um, the storylines went anywhere. I did like some of the visuals, like when when oh. Devers or, or when she falls into the dark water. I thought yeah. that was visually I stunning. I loved the visuals. The night, the thought that was unique. Al, I wanted, Albert's checking out of this. Is, We're going to talk high school basketball in about ten minutes. I just, I like I said, I'll signal. I couldn't I couldn't get interested okay and we yeah the I three got of us all wanted to no yeah we, I, we, we, we we've been talking fan. about it on five straight and by the pods way, if, if i had somebody that came to me and said should i watch it i'd say yeah go ahead it's it's it, 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 it's entertaining i like the way it i we you know you laughed you'd like to go to night country i liked watching i turned all the lights off in the house before we watched it it kind of set the mood yeah open a window man i will say this i do want to end this on a good note at least on my part i've watched game of thrones I've watched House of Dragons. I've watched there's another show that did it too, and I can't think right now which one it was. This was set in total darkness. Every and you scene, could see everything. And you could see everything. <laughs> there, I swear to God, House of Dragon and especially uh, Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Oh my like God. there Last was one time, especially. it's when I was still Last traveling season. every week and I watched and I'm like, I am going to have to wait till I'm in a hotel room and can turn, get it completely black and watch it on my computer to be able to see what in the hell is happening. Just rewatch season one and then watch Mindhunter. There you go. And, and like I said, I've been pushing Fargo a little bit. Season one, yes, Fargo. You and I think that, that that holds up. Right in that genre. You guys, before we switch to commercials and high school basketball, you guys had some stories you wanted to talk about. It wasn't so much we wanted to talk about it. I think the stories wanted us to talk about them. <laughs> in the words of, you know, because Mike and I have... This is where I want... We had a paranor- we had, we had paranoia... We had paranormal on the mind. Wouldn't you say? On the mind. And this is where I would like to elicit... Some B three 
audience participation. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Because when I mentioned it to a group the other day, I had a girl who you would not expect say, my mom saw a ghost when she was seven. And I said, she thought she saw a ghost? No. She saw a ghost when she was... And, and then people start. So if you have had, and it doesn't even have to be an experience, maybe it's just something you can't explain. And Just, just come to the Corsi's house and want you to talk about it. You've never, if you just, if something's happened that you can't explain, we'd like to hear about it. I have, and Mike has, Brian, or we're calling a ghost virgin. Yeah, I don't think I have any. You know, but I guess, I mean, I know it sounds stupid. And we'll Mine was either, as, as, as if anybody wants the whole story, you can ask me about it. Mine was either the wildest fever dream ever or, 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 or something you can't explain. Or something I can't explain. And when Mike and told I was in, me. And I was in the fourth grade when it happened. And Mike told me his, and I had one that was almost exactly like, you know the funny thing is, though? I, I, I couldn't remember quite when it was until I thought back a little bit. It was the night I saw Saving Private Ryan. Um. Really? And it was an out-of-body experience, and that's what Mike's was, um, where... I'd love to leave this body for a few minutes. <laughs> I'd like to leave it by the side of the road. <laughs> but, I mean, it was one of these things where I remember coming out, and you were so transfixed by that movie. Do you agree with me? Agree. Uh, maybe one of the two or three... I, I, I saw... I, I watched it on a date in Evansville. How romantic. No, but I people left the theater. Yes. Yeah. Adult men. Oh, I bet. Left and the theater. We went in, we went and saw it with another couple. We were kind of like, you know, uh, yeah. you know, dinner beforehand. It was a static display out front of um of a Jeep and a mortar and this and that. And uh and when we walked out of there, we didn't By we, the way, we saw it in Attica, Indiana. Was that the most impactful 30 minutes yes, first yes, 30 minutes yes, of a movie yes. ever? And Todd Matt Damon to old man, old oh, man to Matt Damon. That was my fourth grade night. Well, I'm. I'm That's the visual. And we're, we're simply right saying this. I was sitting on. We, we came home. My wife and I could not get upstairs to where the you know the baby was sleeping. You know, what I mean, just to give him a hug. You know, what I mean, it's like, oh, you know, we just we just want to you know make sure you're okay. Now maybe we shouldn't have left him for four hours to go to a movie, but. <laughs> But um, but um, oh shit, wrong pit. But um, but I I went outside and I sat on my deck and my dog, I kind of laid at my feet, and I wasn't drinking, you know, wasn't smoking anything. I just was sitting quietly, and it was like I fell asleep, but I didn't fall asleep, and I could feel myself rise up out of myself, kind of be up toward the roof and looked back down and saw myself and the dog. You know what I mean? And, it, and then, it, then, like, in a flash, just kind of were back. And I'll let Mike take his from there. No, mine was wasn't similar. A, mine wasn't a, fl- a flash. And I'll, I'll preface everything by saying it. I was, now it would have been influenza. I mean, I had a, I had a high fever. I had. Uh, Probably COVID. I mean, it, it, it was bad. And, and, and essentially, I, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and. As a little kid, I just wanted to go have a have a bath soak. How old were you? I was in the fourth grade. Okay, and 
I had I missed school for a better part of a week, and my parents were always notorious light sleepers. Like you can you couldn't come home when they gave you a curfew. You couldn't sneak past Mike and Karen. They they were always up in their chair. They they would go, and nobody in the house heard this. I think it was a. I went back to my bed at two thirty in the morning. I remember looking at the clock on the stove in the living or in the uh, in the kitchen through the living room. My mom and dad. They say it didn't happen, and basically, uh, like you like like Todd said, the next thing you know, I'm kind of looking at my bed, and I'm looking at, at me, and I'm looking at me, and. And I go, and I know I sound insane, and nobody will ever listen to me seriously <clears throat> well, about I, anything I, I, again. I know, and I'm and I way. had a 104 degree fever, but it was it was wild. I get, and it. I still can't explain it. I get it. And, and I was like 10 years said, old. My other ones were I was in a. Uh, That's my only one. You nut job. Go basically, ahead. a split level style house in Huntington, Indiana, in high school. We had an exchange student, a Japanese. We had him for three years. He actually came back every year. Really. And, um, what was his name? They were waiting on the exchange his for you to was, go. Yeah. <laughs> That's why your dad sent you to the military. His, his name was Reggie. They were going to bring a Reggie back. And um, But he came down one day, one day, and we were sitting waiting for the bus. And um, he said, uh, he said, I almost died last night. This is my Japanese accent there, just for the record. He said, what there are it you, is. What are you talking about? Don't cancel me. But, um, <laughs> but, um. We said, Reggie, what, what are you talking about? What, you know, what the hell is going on here? And he said, um, I almost died last night. He said, little man, the little man tried to choke me. Tried to choke me. And, you know, he's making the, the thing, and you know, what the hell is going on here? <coughs> What's that smell? Herb cleaning oh, okay. solution. I wonder what that was. <laughs> um, and I, I didn't think about it again for... There it is. Okay. I didn't think about it again for years. And then... My mom told me that she woke up one day in her room, which is on the same floor yeah. you know, as this, and she said, I saw, I saw a little man. You know what I mean? It was the strangest thing ever. She said, I, you know, I went to turn the light on, and he was gone. Just well, go ahead. Get, yeah. A couple of yeah. years later, um, I had moved into the same room that Reggie had been in, and I'd been out having a few cocktails. Gotcha. It's college age. See, I, I didn't drink in the fourth grade, so mine... <laughs> Illness is the only thing that I get. But um, Thanks for the I was graphics, sleeping Todd. with my head toward the window because mm-hmm. the window was open. I could feel a little rain coming in. And I, I looked up and I saw, once again, this same like little man that everybody else had spoken of just hanging from the, uh, kind of from the curtain that was blowing in the wind. And I said, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to open my eyes. And I'm going to close my You know what I mean again? Yeah. And he's still there. And then I was like, what's going on? And then I went to flip the light on and, of course... He was gone, and, and that was that. But, I, I, I mean, is it, is it a little nutty? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's your brain you. probably making stuff up. Yeah. But I, I think it's weird that three people saw the same thing across five or six years. There's no chance it was somebody that Reggie smuggled over? Or? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. He, uh, he was long gone by that. He, okay. Like, but uh, Did you keep in touch with Reggie? Seriously, that's Facebook. not a joke. Oh, really? On Facebook. Is he still? Is he in the states or? Yeah, did he? yeah. He's uh, actually. He may have worked for MTV, and he was a very great. Did he work for Kurt Loder? <laughs> well, uh, he. Uh, I mean, he we found out he's seventy-eight years old. He's years a old. great graphic designer. He uh, went to uh, the Art Institute of Pittsburgh and lived at Duquesne. Pierce. But yeah, but but I mean, I, but Mike and I, as we watched that, we got something different than maybe you did. Is it brought up those. 
just weird experiences. Yeah. And and I don't know if that's a thing. Anybody else? Yeah. yeah. Send let, Brian a let us know. text. Yeah. Let us know. Tell us. At B3Pod on Twitter. Yep. Direct message me. Um, I thought for a minute we were friends on Facebook. No. Because I, I, I went. No. You didn't do it? I went to click uh, the thing, it. and then I thought yeah, I saw I, your name, but I don't, I don't know. Anyway, okay. Well, we'll be back. I get a signal. Albert? No, I think Albert may have left. He was. He tried to stick with us during the night country conversation. And yeah, it was. He gave it a, he gave it a yeah, shot. I think he wanted to come back in high school basketball. But anyway, we'll take a couple breaks here, talk about Travis Brett and Golf Plus, and then we'll be back to talk about the sectional basketball in southwest Indiana. Going to be some good ones. We'll be back right after this. You want to make sure you can sleep at night knowing that you are covered? Well, stop knocking on wood and call Travis Brett with Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He's right there in Lagodi at 304 JFK Avenue, 812-295-3129. Doesn't matter what you want covered, auto, renters, home, life, business, farm and crop, the place to go, Travis Brett, and he will get you a quote. I just referred my mother to Travis, and he took great great care of her. He's been part of the Martin County business community for going on 20 years now. He's a big supporter of all kinds of high school activities, and we are proud to have him as the title sponsor once again of the B3 podcast. One insurance agent for all of your needs. It's Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood. For the best sports equipment, team uniforms, golf lessons, and spirit wear, go see Max and the team at Golf Plus 5601 East Virginia in Evansville. They carry all major name brand golf, baseball, softball, disc golf, pickleball equipment, including Callaway, Cleveland, Cobra, Mizuno, Nike, Ping, TaylorMade, Marucci, DeMarini, Slugger, Rawlings, and Wilson, and a whole lot more. Store hours Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, Sundays, 12 to 4 Central Time. As golf season nears, see Golf Plus for custom club fitting, including a launch monitor, golf lessons with a trained professional, club reshafting, club repair, and regripping. And we know you need to replace your grips. Upcoming demo days February 24th, TaylorMade 10 to 2. March 2nd, baseball and softball demo day. March 9th is Ping 10 to 2. March 11th through the 18th, free swing week. April 1st through 7th is the Walters Outdoor Demo Days 10 to 4. And as a listener of this show, if you mention the B3 podcast, you will get a discount of 5% on any item other than pink. Your place for golf and more is Golf Plus 5601 East Virginia in Evansville. Max is uh, heading on to heading down to Florida or uh, play some golf. You know, oh yeah, next Friday or whatever it is, and he's taking that new airline out of Evansville. Yeah, they've got a ton. My wife, every time they announce there's a new flight coming, she's like, "Please bring Chicago back," and they still have yet to do uh, that. I don't know, it's always another Florida flight. It's like eleven dollars to Florida, and and you know, and then yeah, there. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be just cheapest yeah no frills and i mean they get you once you start adding your clubs and your bags and everything well, but no, i will say this and this is a little tip for those traveling and playing golf um max uses some sort of a club shipping 
Probably ship sticks. Ship sticks or something? Uh, yeah. The problem with ship sticks, is, well, I say that. The only time I really looked into it was going to Bandon Dunes, and it's such a long way. It had to. I had to be without my clubs for, ever, you know, like a few days each way, and it was it was not worth it for that because it was so far. But, um, I think but yeah, ship sticks can be. I think I'm going to look into it when we go to Arizona. I think for when you're flying break. Spirit Junior yeah, or, right. you know. <laughs> hey, it's, um, it's not even Southwest. It's like South. Southwest by South. Yeah, right. Well, this isn't uh, Indiana High School basketball that we're about to talk about, but uh, after a fantastic season, over 20 wins, the Robinson Maroons beat the Lawrenceville Indians tonight in uh, regional action in Illinois. And, hey, so, and so, so by the way, anybody out there who complained about the Vikings' early season schedule. Which was you. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't me. You were just complaining about other things robinson basically pulled off what would be like you know bar Eber, lagodi beating orleans next week it's not an impossible task right. but but right. but lawrenceville is at that they are at our level they're at lagodi's level they're at yeah i mean know, everybody that, that, thought i right. mean they they, they were they were team. making plans. We, and by the way, the Vikings. We tried to play Lawrenceville this year. That would be that would have been from everything. I did not see Lawrenceville this year. Everything I've heard about them, um, I did see Red Hill a little bit on on film a few times. But yeah, that's that's a pretty big upset. The folks in Lawrenceville, and I know we have a few listeners in Illinois. Um, they they were planning on playing playing long past tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start with six uh, sectional sixty. Well, then. real quick on Lawrenceville, I just want to say happy. 59th birthday to my all-time favorite high school basketball player, Marty the Mule Simmons, head coach at Eastern Illinois. Happy birthday, coach. Um, and I have And friend of the show. Piece, and friend of the show. I have a piece of John Mullen trivia here. Okay. I thought it was uh, on my text message. It might have been. It's on your email. email. Oh, you sent it to too? me, too. Go ahead. You, then, then you take it. Sectional 63. Yes. For a time was not sectional 63. It was actually... Sectional 61. Do tell. What? Well, what? there was a year where the IHSAA renamed alignments, and I, I really don't know why, but we became sectional 61. So there have been two other sectional 63 winners besides Bar-Eve, Lagodi, North Davies. But Bar-Eve, North Davies, and Lagodi's were not in them. But nobody was in it. And one was... Is there a West Washington in West there? West Washington was one of them. I like really? Saying, yep. Yeah. You know. Well, maybe just, like South Central Elizabeth or something. Well, just like, like that. the first yeah. year I was down here, North Davies won their sectional. They weren't sectional sixty-three. And by the way, friend of the show, Susan Ramsey's husband Clint was the stud post player for that Cougar team. Hmm. Right, and they went up and they uh, played at Attica. Played at Attica. no. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think I thought they played at North Central. No, I think they went to. Maybe Attica. they won. Maybe they. Okay, I, this I'm, is right in my wheelhouse because I was covering Attica back then. Yeah, and um, and Attica. Let me see. Attica the next year uh, got or beat Lagodi in what I think was Jack Butcher's last section. Yeah, win. There, there were some bitter folks, and that was in our area when when, when North Davies and Bar Even Lagodi. We're not in the same section, well, and not and not because of a uh, enrollment thing, but just because there was a feeling in in this area down here that 
North Davies got off easy. They got to, they they went to the JV section. They went to the SWIAC section. They went to the SWIAC sectional, and yeah. you know I think North Davies when they finally came down and it was thirty one twenty nine, bar even Zane Bowman's junior year. I think there was some newfound respect for the Cougars that yeah. hey they they can play at our level. Well, that was the one of the first sectionals I remember was Lagodi and Bar even two thousand and one, and that was twenty eight twenty six in triple overtime or something, something crazy like that. I always felt like that was a game. I know the folks at Lagodi thought that Barib was so superior talent-wise to Lagodi. I was here during that time. I, I don't agree with that at all. I thought that game was a coin flip, and here we go. And this was the one at Lagodi this that was would at have Lagodi. been and, like and, well, and, 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 Yes, and I'm going to go ahead. Zane was a fresh sophomore. sophomore. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. CBS was in town to do a special. The Final Four was in, Indian, in Indianapolis that year. I felt like Ligoti and Coach Butcher, I felt like they played to the cameras. And not and that's not me, Barry e guy. In the year 2000, I didn't care. I, my college roommates were from Ligoti and played for Jack Butcher, and they said the exact same You're thing. You're saying that we want to live up to and, that. Them yeah. holding the ball the entire first quarter, which is still just right. – and, and I know Ligoti won the game, so people will say, oh, that's brilliant. No, it wasn't. It was, it was a crock. That was a crock, and that's and I'm not for a shot clock. I think there's an eight minute shot clock, and I think it was equally a crock that Barry didn't try to at least come out and force a little bit of action. I thought you were for the shot clock. I am. I oh. think. I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I I'm not, but but I'm not going to go to. I'm not going to. You're not going to war with what them. Was no. The kids. Was it Brett Bradley? Yeah, Brett Bradley. I think my, he's, my, the one, he's the one that had the winning bucket. He had the winning bucket. My my college. My, my college roommate for multiple years, Eric Landon. I was in his wedding. He was in mine. His brother was a. He and Zane were the same age. They would, I mean, just guards going back and forth. I mean, well, here's when I love I, those guys, but I, I, I just felt like. That's when I first came around, and that's when I knew that I, I felt like Bar-Reeve was just fine with it because every time it was Aaron Ash and Wilcher, right, out on right. the top of the zone, and, and no, every no, time not, they'd start every time they'd start inching out, Hughes had stomped that yes, foot and, I, and, and back them up. I, I didn't agree with that. And, I'm, and, you know, Coach had his reasons, and I'm. You know, it's nothing that we ever had a discussion about. But the year before, before I met my wife or anybody, and I lived with these guys from Ligoti, we went to the game, and I can't remember if it's when Jack broke the record or he got number 800, but it was against Bar-Eve at JBSA. And it was a great game, 56-53. to 53, And, I mean, they were hitting threes and going back. Like, it was the most – I mean, I think you said it. After we got off the air the other night, Brian, you said that's the best 12 minutes of basketball I've mm -hmm. seen in a long time. Yeah. Like, it was a great 32 minutes of basketball. Yeah. And I felt like it could've, they could have happened in the section. By the way, we got a great 18 seconds left in that Illinois game. Uh-oh. the record. Oh, Illinois was way up. Yeah. Now it's 89-87 with 18.5. And they're going to get a shot. Yep. So... We're going to simulcast this on Fair Shake Saturday there morning, talking about the sectional, which we'll start talking about here in just a minute. But we're going to see if this kid makes this free throw for Illinois. I like this kid. I can't remember his name. White out, white out tomorrow night at IU. We're going to head up, watch uh, the Caitlin Clark show come the to experience. town. Hopefully IU shows up. Uh, wow, my goodness. I don't know what in the world. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have got a situation. Penn State's got the ball. Dribble it. 14 don't seconds left. And here's Voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy. Got it out top. 
Guarded by Domansk. I think that's his name. He's going to try to split the double team. He's going to be cut off. Pitch it back. Long triple. Bangs it in. And with 4.2 seconds left, Penn State going to the line and that's to, to shoot. To win it. Three. To shoot three. It banked in and out, but he got fouled. Almost made the four-point play. Made it just a little... Little rub screen. Uh, oh man, no he, doubt on the hit. Can't do that. Man, that ball almost went in. Can't do that. If you're compu- completely confused to what's happening, we're watching Illinois Penn State oh, on ESPN yeah. right here on the television behind table number four so at Redbone. Zach Hicks at the free throw. What's line? he shoot on the year, Mike? Five percent. So he has a three out of four chance here. So the odds well, are he's not going to shoot four. He's not going to shoot four. So never so. mind. That is horrible math. But he makes the first. 80, 89, 88, four point two. Illinois is out of timeouts. I don't think we're And the second one rolls in, so we're tied at 89. Don't they always say so what we're going to do here, Brino, if you are Penn State we make here, how are we going to guard this knowing Illinois has got to go length of the court with no timeout? I don't think we do. I we'll just think we, we play like the NBA All-Star game. We just let them go and, and see what happens. And he made them all three. Here comes Illinois. Penn State will not use their timeout. Bobby Bednarko just had a heart attack. And length of the floor. The, it, He's going to get a shot. Illinois going down the lane. Shot up at the rim at the no buzzer. No good. good. And here Penn come the State. fans. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. This is a, get out of the way, Caitlin. This is a big win tonight. That rolled off. Oh and I was goodness. doing some Twitter research. Penn State gets back on the right side of the bubble with this win tonight. This is what we call a quad one victory. And I am happy because it's one more oh, loss. In the now we're going to fight the students. Get out of here, Illinois. Take off. Oh, well, Bobby there you B, go. Get your team off All the right, board. Mike, voice back. of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy on the Penn State home broadcast. Dwayne, you owe me $9. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk sectional 63. This is the B3 podcast, guys, at Red Bones. And, guys, I think the common denominator, even though on the IHSA Champions Network during the draw, Rake Straw didn't exactly bring Lagodi into the conversation till late. However, I think... This three is a three-team race, race, right? Three-horse race. Three-horse three race. And, and uh, Orleans got a two-length lead with the draw. I, I agree with that, but in a way, I'm telling you, I think you can go back and look at the past sectional winners, and I think in almost every circumstance, the, the best team has gone the long way. Bar-Eve did in 20, Bar-Eve did in 21. North Davies not so much in 22. Shoals on Friday, Bar-Eve on Saturday. But last year, Ligoti has to go Bar-Eve Friday, which, you know, wasn't the same Bar-Eve, but then Orleans Saturday. So I, I think, I, I just think that's a little overstated. And it's just, look, and the truth is, Bar-Eve essentially got a buy in the first game with, with Washington Catholic. You know what I mean? Essentially. Correct, but, yeah. But of of all three of the favorites, Ligoti could be the one that says, man, we right. fall asleep against Springs Valley, we might be in trouble. Bari Friday, Orleans Saturday. Like that, if you're a Ligoti fan, that's, that's daunting, I they, think. Yes, they, 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 they've got the tough, tough road. However, you watch Shoals. I don't know if you've seen Shoals. Shoals will beat the heck out of you. Yep. Going in and out of the lane, cutting. They're very physical. Orleans could, I'm not saying they will, but Shoals has that toughness that they could stick. And wasn't it was it last year or two years ago? Or Shoals did stick with Barry for a while, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Um, Shoals, as we saw that night at Barry, they've got some kids who can make shots, and you will you will feel 
that you played them the next right. morning. Mm-hmm. They are fit, and that's they're they're not dirty. They they are just tough kids, and, and that can keep you in a basketball game, especially when you are quote unquote one of the two, maybe three favorites coming in. And this is a coronation for Orleans. Two years ago was when they pulled the big upset on Lagodi that didn't look like that they had a chance early. Orleans comes in this. If that's a close game late, uh, you never know. I mean, it, you, you don't know, but I still think Orleans is just the heavy, heavy favorite to be waiting oh, there Saturday I, night. I don't like the word heavy, heavy favorite. I, I think they'll be there Saturday night for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Coach Thompson, and, uh, and I think Dave Smith is going to give Ligoti – He's going to have them as ready as they can be for that, you know, for that Friday. So let's talk Orleans. They if they get if they get past Shoals, which by all rec- everybody says they should get past Shoals, then they got Vincent Gervais. That won't be the physical tough game, I don't think, against no. those kids. V- Vincent Gervais is a couple years away of being back in the mix, I think. So you know, if the tough game against Shoals, then you go against Vincent Gervais. But, I mean, the game that everybody's pointing to, well, let's go to Lagodi Springs Valley first. Do you give Springs Valley a puncher's chance in that? I mean, they are 13-8. Yeah, yeah. Pun- puncher's chance. They've got a kid. I mean, Dion De- Harris had uh, – or Dion Edwards, uh, 56 in a game earlier this year against Austin. Now, I'm not sh- – I don't think Austin guards like Lagodi right. does. But it shows that they do have a kid that can go out, and maybe, maybe he's that kid that gets 30, and, and, and it's a it's – a, it's a, very competitive They'd game, be but, but four of, of those four. Right, they'd be the four, uh, number four. But Lagodi seniors, I think, you know, make all the plays early, and and Ligoti wins that one going away. So then the game that everybody's talking about, which well, maybe not every single year, but every single year, the Lagodi Bari matchup in the in the sectional, it was a game that Lagodi had a chance to win and I watched that live and didn't realize till I got home and Marty Ledbetter told me that was a three he shot that would have won the game not tied the game well, so that came right down to the to the end I, I feel like you'll look at if you're just a passive observer somewhere else and you see the records it would look like Bariv has had a, a much better season and I think that's a little bit deceiving because Lagodi has had to overcome two or three different bouts of injury. Yeah, they AJ Foster was and, out for a while. And so some of those losses were during those transitional times. So if they come into the sectional and whatever it is, fifteen or sixteen and seven, all things considered, and, and Barry, we've been banged up too, but I think we come in at, you know, twenty and two or whatever it ends up being. I think Lagodi could say, hey, if the ball had bounced the right way for us, we, have came, we would have came in with yeah, that record I, as well. I would say, and I think, does Orleans have Brownstown Central in their last game? Uh, Friday night, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they could easily have a third loss, um, you know what I mean, on that resume. But the, the losses are Bar Reeve, uh, New Albany. New Albany. And if it's Brownstown Central, so be it. Yeah, so um, be it. Well, like Coach Thompson said earlier. Those are no losses. That's a, that's a great game for Orleans to play at that time. Yeah. And, and I, the only way it doesn't is if it goes completely sideways. But Orleans handles it well enough. It won't. Yeah, it, it's a good game to get into the speed of the tournament. I think that you might face down the road. Do you think Barreve Lagodi comes down to the final possession like it did last time? I think it always does. That's the way God intended it. Yep, I just think it does. And there's yeah. nothing we can do to change it. You know. Let's talk Barreve real but, quick. Because you know why? Because time is a flat circle. <laughs> yes, as we found out on yeah. on Sunday night on Night Country. Let's talk about Bar Reeve. Um, I heard you on the post-game show, Mike, I, and I rarely, Todd, you know this, I rarely disagree with my man, Deco. 
But I th- you said something on the broadcast that not very many people, or no, what you said was that the bar we've overachieved. Yeah, complete. I don't think they did. I thought this team, it's the same team that took their lumps last year. They've got shooters. I don't know that they've overachieved now. Have they overachieved the way they played a couple quarters here and there? No doubt. But this team, to me, right now, is in a really good spot going it, into the second. I think they're in a great spot, and, and Todd said it last week. I think basketball has helped baseball, and now baseball has helped basketball, and these kids who are multi-sport athletes have learned how to win um, close games. I think what has happened in the last year is, it is that they have figured out th- these are the things that we have to do to win, I think. Coaching wise, I, I I don't I can't think of a night where Coach Thompson has not pushed the right button at the right time. I thought some of his coaching against Jasper was some of his best coaching, and and only because I mean at least from a from a um, traditional coaching st- of the X's and O's, yeah. he was doing the things and that I, he needed. And to And I do. think in the postseason awards, whether it's the Evansville Courier or the IBCA or the HBCA, I think he's going to win a bunch of those awards, and, and and rightfully so. I think it's just a year where where everything has has has, has fit together, and maybe not everybody expected that, throw, uh, myself those... included. And I thought we were going to be fine. I didn't think we would win twenty games in the regular season. How about this one? Coach Dalrymple wins that sectional. He's the coach of the year. Southwestern Indiana. Don't disagree. Let's talk about Lagodi real fast before we wrap up. I've got about a minute, minute and a half here. Uh, Dave Smith and Lagodi, not the easiest position to come into. You're replacing a guy that had kind of built the program in a certain way with Ryan, and and then Dave Smith comes in, and, and now they're looking at, you know, they've got another game as we record this. Um, they could end up being a 15-win team coming in. Lagodi's had a really nice year, and they've got some really nice players. Nice players, seniors, they're old. Um, wow, it's a big deal, right? It's, Going it's, a, it's a really, really big deal. You know, Coach Smith, Wag, you know, some of our friends over there, they've done a nice job of not throwing a bunch of the old stuff out the window, but maybe adding a wrinkle or two of their own. And I think those kids have played a familiar style. I, you know, we've talked injuries. They lost to Reese Whitney, who was probably going to be in the starting lineup early in the season. Of course, Foster. Uh, you know, they've just had kids banged up here and there. They could just as easily be sitting here with a 21 season. And I think it's been a really nice season over in Lion Land. And, and if I'm them, I'm confident going into next week as well. All right, well, sectional 63 is going to be a dandy, and uh, I'll be there. I know you'll be there. Well, it's a sectional. I might not be. I'm sure the Todd father will be there when he can. You going to split your time between? Um, There's a day that I'm going to have to be in Princeton that I'm going to have to have my good friend Mike DeCourcy help me out. Well, it might be illness time since it's sectional. That's Um. true. I've I've always (laughs) got to have my my headset ready to go. The two-year anniversary of the the, uh, rise and fall of Mike DeCourcy. Yeah. Is that two or three years? Two. 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 So, uh, what about Princeton? Um, I think that that sectional is even more compressed than sectional 63. I Man, that's going to be a fun section. I, I, I love Southridge after watching them. I know they gave up the lead, kind of buckled under the pressure a little bit the, the other is, night. Will they do that twice? I don't know that they'll do that twice. I think they learned their lesson. We've right. saw, we saw a Bar-Reeve girls team completely fall apart and hold on against Orleans and then go play the number one team in the state and kind of controlled their turnovers against them, you know. Um, 
I, I love that team. I, you know, I'm a big Brent Dalrymple fan. I think, like you said, what he's done at North Davis is incredible this year. Pike Central's has a nice year. And, and each one of these teams, the crazy thing is, each team that sectional. First of all, the uh, Lincoln has 11 wins, and they're the. They're and the, they had Evansville Memorial beat two nights. Who is the favorite down yeah. in the? Right, and but I gave mean, it up, but they uh, had him beat. I mean, Pike Central beat. Uh, Heritage Hills? Yeah. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? And Southridge, I think, beat Heritage Yeah, Pike Hills. Central, 12 and 11, but they've and, had injury, They've had major injury issues. They're whole at the right time. And Washington is playing as good as... Eight out of nine. Or as nine a, out of uh, they're playing as good as any Washington team I've seen probably since we moved home in what's, 2017. What's so. funny about them is, yes, Stolten, uh, Colton Stowers is their scorer. You know what I mean? I mean sure. First and foremost. But... They don't have that uh, kid you key on. Yeah. Crager can shoot. Well, and, and, I and love, I've loved that point guard. Going back to the Vikings. Yeah. And, and Cooper, and I've Lions. loved him since I saw him. I think that's a strength in the area this year is there's not that there's kid not out there who's going to get right. 23 a game. There's yeah, a lot the, of kids who are going to get the you 12. The Pike Central kids pretty much led in scoring all yeah. year in your stats in, in the area, right? And, um, you know, you've got to deal with Sisley. So all yeah. it comes out. When, when was he? When did he get his first offer? In eighth grade? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think IU and Purdue offered about, him on the same uh, day. About the time him and Seth Wagler went head to head. Yeah. You know, and for the just, first time, it's just one of those things that that um, yes, he's that superstar kid, that D one recruit. He's the one. Yeah. But I don't know if that's enough. I don't know if that's enough. In fact, and I am, uh, I am not putting them at the top. And I, I think that Princeton has shown they can be beaten. Washington beat them not too long ago. Um, I'm thinking this has got absolutely no favor. Well, I, I, I they've got the longest road, but I know who, who I think the best coach in that, that 17 field is. And he's our friend to the north. Coach Dalrymple? Yep. Is that what you're saying to us right I'm here? Saying, right right here, I'm right saying right here. I'm saying in sectional. Oh, you don't have right here what right now. What sectional is that? I, if I did, that would be awesome. I, I think – I know it sounds ridiculous, but if we wake up Sunday morning and North Davies has played three games in the 30s this week, nobody would be surprised. Nobody. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know what you do then. Uh, I mean, if you're Coach Dalrymple, because what do you what do you do? You take the IU job. You know. Okay, so this is so that might be available. This well, is, unlike you, I think Coach Dalrymple likes his job. This is B three, not so fair he, shake so, now. So, so we could okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was going to. Yeah, no, that. no, we're uh, we're we're back on B three for full time. Um, all right, let's do it. Like, I think I know who you're picking. I think you made a bet earlier. Yep. You're taking double H. Yeah, Heritage Hills. I'm taking Southridge. By the way, like, I mean, I'm it, not a person afraid to give an opinion. If yeah. it's over and our friend Ryan Haywood is the champion, so be it. I, I, I would be happy for and our guy. Listen, I'm not counting out Washington, so everybody, we have well, a lot of fun the, with Gene Miller well, on I this podcast, but Washington yeah, good, is playing really, really well. I mean, I think they're way higher than not counting them out. I mean, I just think that that, that top echelon is everyone. The only team at, that probably doesn't have a great shot is Vincennes, and they got a bye. And like I said, they had Evansville Memorial beat the other night. So. so and real quick, I do want to say, we've, Deco and I have heard a couple of rumblings about us and Gene Miller. 
we don't really have anything bad about a deal with Gene Miller. We just like to have fun, and it's he's done a great job this What's year. What's this we stuff? Well, whatever. I I don't have any <laughs> no. bad feelings with Gene Miller. We have fun. So that's and if he ever wanted to come on the podcast, we would welcome him and we would buy him drinks and and whatever he wanted to eat. Just like we do everybody else. Are you begging? Oh, you know, no! I think, I, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of begging. We didn't discuss I'm the begging. fact that, that Deco and I had identical dinners tonight. You know, and I had the hamburger steak at Redbone's Bar and Grill in Montgomery, Indiana, where the good times roll. I had that Saturday night. I just ate it so fast before you got here. Yep. But I didn't get the peppers and onions. I didn't know good. about that. That's a good oh. call. That's did you come up with that, or did you know about I it? I came up with it. Uh, my wife does... Uh, she does onion and mushroom. Jeffrey okay. Doyle does onion and green pepper. So Ooh, just a few of the regulars that we're too. in here with, we do different things. So we're it. see, we're lobbying. Like they're going to print a new menu at some point, and we're lobbying that the mushroom and Swiss burger that's not on there now is going to be the B3 burger. Do we name this? I don't know. I want a chicken parm, but, you know. No. I talked to Cindy, make me the, I talked to, Cindy, one one day. Uh-huh. to Cindy about that Saturday night. I think it's in. Okay. The Todd father. Kind of fits we, into the Italian do we, theme. Do we yeah. have... Like two seconds to talk about IU's uniforms from last week. We can talk. Yeah, well, hold I mean, on. We I'm, can talk. I, as long I, as I'm well. cutting you off because I will defend Mike Woodson. I yeah. didn't say I've got nothing. No, to say but about I've Mike got Woodson a quote is. today that basically, where it's Mike Woodson, maybe trying to appeal back to the base, but just said they are awful. Yep. We will never wear them again. Yep. We play at IU. We wear cream and crimson. Yep. And. I read that. I'm I'm 100 behind him on that. I, I just you look at the uh, the uh, I don't know what twenty something uh, urban beat cat. You know, I'm radio. You know, I, I was just going to say I don't know who who came up with those choices, but it was a terrible choice. It's a terrible. They said it was an Adidas. It was in the contract. They they had the rights to basically create alternative And I'm gear. sure Woodson caught some shit over oh. saying that because I'm sure Adidas no, lines him hey, pretty and, and, well. And this is where, if I'm Mike Woodson, this is where I will defend the guy. He's 66 years old. He probably shouldn't care. And if he doesn't care, then I may be willing to give him the benefit of the doubts well, at some point. if he doesn't, well, I mean, I, there's a lot of arguments whether he cares or no, not about, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, but... It, I heard a thing one time. Almost like he's an NBA assistant. There you go. Yeah. I heard a thing one time they called the, right before, um, um, oh, my God, I lost his name. Former Lakers coach, the Zen guy. What's oh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Well, when he got called to take the Knicks job, and he was in his 60s or whatnot, and they said, he said, I woke up, I, I got woke up at 1030 at night, and blah, blah, blah. And someone said, that should have been a sign right there. This man is on the verge of getting the job of the New York Knicks, and he's in bed at ten thirty. Right, probably wasn't a great, uh, great idea. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not picking on him at all. In fact, I'll pick on uh, an area basketball team's uniforms just from two nights ago. Last night was the West Vigo uniforms. Oh yeah, black with the dark green numbers. I was watching. I watched the game on on YouTube, and. Now, again, for whatever reason, the camera was in outer space, but you couldn't even make out anything. Like, you had no idea. Yep. I just, I just, I, th- I think that, that uh, you know, when Purdue went with the Glenn Robinson or the Rick Mount unis over the last two years, people loved it. They thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was retro, but it wasn't going to be permanent retro. 
what that planned was. obsolescence is, is a good thing. Is what? is yeah. Is per does Purdue have the same feelings about a uniform that an IU does? I think Purdue is really <clears throat> Todd may be better served talking about this, but the the signs about defense and Mackey Arena. If you've noticed Purdue's alternate uniforms, Painter has taken the names off of the back a lot yeah. as a as a tip of the cap. Their to, practice uniform just said, I think, defense on the ass. Defense. I can remember. I, 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 I think that is their – and as long as you don't go too far outside of that. <laughs> I, I have problems with Purdue and the hatchets for the very same reason. And it's their – they're gold, or they're multi shades of yellow. Gold. Well, listen, I've had the Over same the thing about Indiana. Years. Indiana can't decide what the hell color that red is at times. You know, it, the football team will be different. Forth. Yeah. You know. When I got the North Davies twenty plus years ago, that was one thing. The most remarkable thing Brent Dalrymple has done at North Davies isn't completely revamping and turning around their basketball program. It's being responsible for picking the shade of orange at North Davies. Yeah. Because when I got there, there was 13,000 of them. Yeah. yeah well, and, and Washington was like that. You could see all over the hatchet the house. Gold. Different colors gold, of gold. Yellow. Different colors of yellow. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like I said, Purdue is, Purdue is notorious for, for that as well. If you ever saw, saw the, le- the kids with the letter jackets on campus at Purdue, whatever shade, and, and these, have, you know, th- these stay the same. But the gold is almost orange on their letter jackets. And I think they call it baby shit green. Baby shit. Something like that. Baby shit gold. Which, when, you, when I see a team that is bright blue and white, that always stands out to me. Well, and as much as I hate to say it, the St. Louis Cardinals home uniforms, that just super, super white contrasting with that red is always really sharp. But... Um, Apparently, Nike's having a lot of backlash on their Major League Baseball uniforms. Uh, the Cubs, especially. Just yeah, a lot of people are saying terrible. That, yeah. The fabric is terrible. The, the, the I just saw a story. You know, you know, it's made by quasi-slave labor in China. Are you kidding me? Nike made in China, or is what? it? There's little, little, little kids with little fingers are making those uniforms. Todd, that's what I'm saying. Little baby fingers. I think they're all from Beaverton. I remember going nuts. Go ahead. And they're paid a union living wage, yes, too. I remember going 100%. nuts years ago when the Cubs, I was, I, when I was a maniac and bitching about everything, um, that when they would wear the blue jerseys at home on Sundays, and I said, oh, we're wearing our fucking softball jerseys yeah. again. Drove me nuts. Do we need a Todd's Hockey Minute? Yeah. Give me a couple. Of, yeah, 10 o'clock. And now. If that didn't fire you up, I don't know what does. I want to thank uh, Brian Odico for nursing me through the uh, home, the seven-game homestand, where they went what two, two, two four and one, two four and one, uh, and then oh dear God, I, I didn't even know the last game was on until Mike told me, so I caught the third period of that and the overtime, and then the ten, the ten-shot shootout, which which is pretty cool. And, and, I, I, I don't disagree. And there are things that I think that uh, basketball could do with a with three on three during an overtime, or my God, even go to just free throws at the very end if it's tied. Yeah. But um, 
Bruins play Edmonton tonight, 10 o'clock. And that should be a pretty good game. That could be a potential Stanley Cup final matchup. And if you've not seen Connor McDavid, do it. He's, uh, he's the Seth Curry of, of the NHL today. Hmm. When, when's the playoffs start? About uh, mid-April. April, yeah. So -April. I'll be in Vegas in May, so maybe my Golden Knights will be playing at They've home. They've lost three in, a three in a row at home, which is crazy. That, is T-Mobile out there, T-Mobile Arena? Yeah, it's right across from the hotel we stay at, Park I MGM, and there's a that. bar, beer house right next door. So even though we don't go to the games, we always make sure we go over there, and it's just fun watching the whole they don't, hockey I, crowd. I got my, uh, my, my CCM T-shirt on today. I am repping. Nice. What else? I've got all this music stuff yeah. that we, we will get to one day. I just leave it on the list in case we ever want to talk I, about I it. I asked for some minutes about something. Oh, I, yes, I, yes, yes. I no longer need them. Really? All I'm going to say is my, my youngest daughter, who is now in the fifth grade, has, and I know Todd, he will criticize and empathize with this, but I've been reintroduced to youth sports again this year for oh the first God. time in several oh years. God. Yeah, I, I know. I know. All, all, all I will say about this is I am thankful at Barry High School, and this is not a shot at anybody. No one. On, this is not a this shot. This is not a, an, an area that I'm, I'm thankful for the <gasps> people leading our programs. Okay. Because it's not like that everywhere. No, probably not. And uh, I believe, and even though we're not perfect and every situation isn't perfect, for anyone who wants to see Mike and I and tell us your ghost stories, Sunday might be an opportunity at the volleyball, at the youth volleyball tournament, which is in Washington. In young, Washington this weekend. Young, young Daisy, Daisy. DeCourcy will be... Uh, Little Vikes are playing up a class this weekend. Where they we, have to, now, where they have be, to come see where my friend playing? Daisy. I don't know. I'll look at the schedule. But, yeah, they, they, they will be up in the 6th and 7th grade class. Now, as what time do the, they play? That's just Sunday, not Saturday? Uh, because Saturday I know and she, Sunday. Because I know she's going to want to be home to watch Lanesville on Saturday morning. <laughs> which, by the way... Brino, on our tell the story. <laughs> Go ahead. Just so, just tell it. I'm in here with Young Daisy that Saturday night. Saturday after the night game, of the regional. After we decided, we, hey, let's come down, have some, have a dinner. Have, and, yeah, we, yeah, when I came in and have, didn't have dinner. and <laughs> I had dinner. Sitting with his two lovely daughters and we're talking. And Daisy tells the story that at, she went out on the floor during the with Lanesville. With all of her fifth grade basketball yeah, and volleyball During buddies. the Lanesville celebration, like she had done the Saturday previously at the Bar Reeve celebration. Went out on the floor and walked up to uh, Lanesville's leading scorer and said <laughs> something to the effect. I hope you lose effect, in the semi -state. I hope you lose and I hope you cry. Yep. And, and so, she meant every word of it. And I know she did because and, how many years ago was it when uh, – she threatened to burn down the coaches. That's three house. years ago. Three years ago, who was? No, four years ago. You guys had lost. As Heritage Christian. Okay, yeah. you lost to Heritage Christian yeah. in the not semi state. Semi state. Yeah, and, and she's ready to go. Oh, she she turned to Grandma and Grandpa, yes. who was standing there, and I was standing there. She says, "I'm going to burn down her house." Yep, and and and, and <laughs> the best part about that story is, prior to that, she had asked to be walked to Heritage Christian's locker room because she wanted to tell them congratulations. And we met a coach who was from South Knox originally. He was an assistant. I, I can't remember what the connection was. 
and something on that walk back from the locker room enraged her, and I don't know what it was. And by the time we got back, was, and Todd Lancaster said, never put that fire out. No, never. You know, that's going to be your ticket at some point. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, he's just, already dropped his 401k yeah, at this point. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah, the, women's the, pro volleyball the, in America. The train's coming. Or the WNBA, lucrative. Yeah, well, but nevertheless, no, but I mean, listen, I am never against when that stuff is organic. Yeah, I did. I went on my uh, our Twitter account this week on my class basketball soapbox and griped to the IHSAA that Lanesville has to play at 10 a.m. automatically. Your best line ever about that is? That 1A always has to play when McDonald's is still serving breakfast, and I think (laughs) it's bullshit. If we want to make everything equal and fair and lovely, because guess what, folks? The 1A schools and 2A schools schools. travel better than the big boys and girls. Small schools work hard, too. Yeah, piss on them. I mean, at least I love... You know, our commissioner, I think he does a good job in a lot of areas. This is stupid, that, and the stupid success factor. Maybe, maybe, you know what, I'm okay with two sessions, evening and, and morning. I think you probably just flip I, I think we could probably do a night and a night. <laughs> or a night and a Come night. Come on. Night. Yeah. You can't do a Friday and a Saturday. I just, I, I, think it, I think it does not reward kids when they work. And, and listen, we're trying to make everything fair automatically. I mean, and. Like you said last week, Todd, fair and equal. And then we, we make it, it just bullshit. And listen, I again, commissioner's great. I think he's a great guy. But his answer was, I never thought about it. Well, think about it. Yeah. yeah. Jeff maybe, Doyle. Maybe now. <laughs> yeah, now it's on your plate. Yeah, Doyle. Now, the, the, yeah, Doyle, take this that. This is note. now his. I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm alleviating the burden from the B3 podcast. And, and, it's well, now on and, Jeff and, Doyle's and, shoulders. No, and that's where I can, I can have <laughs> Jeffrey's back. And and no, he. <laughs> th- this is a guy who has advocated for um, sm- smaller schools in our area this at is, that level. But you're 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 fighting an 18 man battle royal. Yeah, this is not you want. a IHSAA. This is not a big change. It's the times of the games, and half the time the 4A schools aren't supported anyway. So whatever. Well, it's just good to know that IU is not down by 20 with five minutes to go in the first half. They're just down by 15. They're down by – well, that was after the – Like, this is embarrassing, right? It really I mean, is. I mean – So, who's the next coach? Is it Chris Collins? Is I, it Steve Everybody Alford? wants Dusty May, but – Is it Steve Alford? Do we finally – At least with Steve. Is it For even, the first time, probably since Bob Knight, at least you know what you would be getting. But that's and what it, we said with Woodson. No, but, but hang on. No, I but I think I Steve Alford has the college track record where IU would say every third year we might be in the Sweet 16 because that's what Alford did at UCLA, similar schools, similar resources. But you also have the other end of that. His, uh, his <laughs> at this son point, is doing a nice job at Huntington University. Yeah, he really right. is. Handed uh, our guy Bryson yes. and, and Grace their only loss. Who's that? Uh, Corey Alford. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Grace is 25-1, and one, I think, ranked number one in the NAIA. Is their tournament before the March Madness, or is it? You, you know, know, I don't know. That's yeah. a great question. We shall see. But we, no, I just, it's, I, I can't, well, look, they've cut it, they've already cut it to 13 now. Oh, well, no, the comeback's on. Comeback is on. I just, I, I can't picture, I, because generally they're not good people, IU fans. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, 
No, I, hey, I, listen. I, I say that with a, with a certain Forty somethings of, who wear candy striped pants. You know, you've got a point. They're not like we boilermakers. Yeah, <laughs> just just the salt of the earth. However, however, they, however, they've got to be just frustrated beyond well words. Everybody. You know what I found since IU has sucked. Joy in my family. I spend way more time with them <laughs> than I do, and that that makes yes. them happy. No, it makes me happy. Oh, okay. I can spend two more hours with my with my kids, guys. Not concerned they, about what IU does. Uh, there was great. a lot of people that thought this was the promised land. It was a sixty three year old guy. You're right. Who was an NBA coach? Say it this out loud. This was a bad, bad. Well, hire. he wasn't just an NBA coach. NBA. He was a bad NBA coach. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't a great. I mean, yeah, we weren't hiring the well, aforementioned Phil I, Jackson. I, I should interject here Probably and say, fan, fan is short for fanatic. And most fanatics, like myself, we talked ourselves into a scenario where this could work. Is this still a good job? I mean, it's a good job. Oh, yeah, it's a great job. Is this job. still an elite yes. job? Yes, it's an elite job. It is. An, I read a, an article in the Indianapolis Business Journal, IBJ.com, where it valued college basketball programs and, and IU. You know, they're still feeling this NIL thing out, but they're a top ten you know, if, if they're in Major League Baseball, they're the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Cubs. Well, how that's the who they are. That's who they. That's the field they're playing but in. So I, what I'm saying is not they, they can buy players. They can buy players. But the truth is Connecticut has passed them by. Right. Gonzaga has passed them by. A few uh, years ago, they said Mark but, Few should become. Like, why would Mark why would Few leave, leave Gonzaga but, but, to come to Bloomington? But, but some of that is going to change based on NIL. what coaches are when they're interviewing for a job, saying, "Hey, I can get four point seven million a year at IU versus three point one million at Michigan, or whatever." And that's how you make your decision. Does uh, Michigan's uh, Michigan's coach is he gone? Oh, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I End can't believe season. he's not. I mean, I, I mean, it's a hard fire. I no, mean, I, I, it's I, not going to be I'm easy the, to I'm, fire I'm, this I am guy. going to tell you what's it's, going to happen. It's not like oh, he's got a banner. I, I, up. I'm going to tell yeah. you what's going to happen because it happened simultaneously with Thad Mata the first time when he was the star at Butler. Everybody knew it, and Ohio State got him first. Ohio State or Michigan is going to hire Dusty May. He is going to win at ridiculous levels and. IU fans like myself and Brino for the next 10 years are going to say, we knew it. You don't think there's any chance they're already working? I mean, th this, this is over. It like, has to be. I mean, this has to. I mean, it has, they're like, not even competitive. This is where, right and now. I know our friend Todd, and, and I. Are I, you happy? you got to be happy. About oh, this, right? like, like you know this what? is I'm, where, I'm, you know, I'm, even, I'm even if Purdue has had it, some bad flameouts, it's like, oh, yes. God dang it, at least you get to come back to the dance next year. Hope Springs. And potentially be number one and next year. Yes. Just like. Just like. Yes. But, and listen, I trust me, I do not need help with the, uh, you know, with, with the 17 seed, 13 seed, 15 seed. I'm well aware of how that went. But I can tell you this much. There was a plan in place when um, Gene Cady left and Matt Painter was brought in and they were there together and Matt Painter's been there for 20 years now. Is yep. that right? 19 or 20 wow. years now. Holy cow. And a, lot, and a lot can be said about Michigan State and Tom Izzo. Um, I would say Painter has got to be the second Had, active winningest coach in um, 
in uh, the Big Ten. Had either. Samson not committed the ultimate oh sin God. and sent some text messages, would he still be there? Yes. <laughs> what a I watched that Ohio, or that Iowa State Houston game the other night, and Josh and I were texting back and forth, and we were just like, we were so blind in our IU does it this way rage Boy, um, to just go. This was text messaging. Yeah. Text messaging. I, I mean, like, and Todd is our friend. Purdue, with some of their assistants in the late 80s, early 90s, did much worse than text messaging. Yeah, but remember, when they and got Gene Cady walked away on his own. And But when... when I, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to make a fence. I'm not going to make a fence. the same way. I'm not going to... Well, I think... When Lou Henson died, they had to screw him into the ground. Yeah, right. I mean, he, they didn't just bury him. They, <laughs> he, he had to be screwed in. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I can remember the whole thing with Frank Kendrick was he gave a guy a ride from the student union to Mackey Arena, a recruit. And yeah, and Jimmy Hoffa got, you know, arrested for I'd tax have to evasion. Go, I'd have to go back and, and do some research. You know I, but, but really, what was it, what, what, was it literally a weird... We are holier than thou. Like oh, that's yeah. what it was, oh, 100%. right? One hundred percent. Because even back in the day of you know of the cheating scandal, that is pretty lame stuff. You know what? It's all. Or was there something else? I don't but, know. but you can't you can't go back and and re reclassify. It was just text message, messaging. Now you also got rid of Mike Davis. You also got rid of Archie Miller. You also got rid of oh, um, uh, who's the guy I like? Cream. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean. It, it, my God, uh, wasn't Dockage head coach for a very short yeah, like time? As eight a, games, very yeah, short and game. that was after the Samson, which was... Text, hey, message him on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to get him a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, you know, IU fans have got a very short... Well, Purdue game. fans don't because they win, Todd. If you sucked, you would have the same... You know what You know what it is? And I'll, t- I'll tell you this much, because when I was at Purdue... We were really happy to win Big Ten championships. The Troy Lewis, Todd Mitchell era. The Nothing wrong with that. Jim Rowinski, Steve Scheffler, Brian, all, you know, right. Purdue fans are generally happy to win a Big Ten championship and, you know, and then get out by the Elite Eight. And and the expectations are different, but that they may be better because of that, you know, because you're not having to fire Painter uh, every, every third. Yeah, you win 20, 22, and, and – you know, and nobody, and, and right now you're grabbing Mr. Basketballs left and right. And why wouldn't you? You know, and one of them, our good friend Caleb First, uh, is a big part of that team, but he's not Mr. Basketball of that. He team. he is a rotation player, right? And I he seems to be, happy and he with seems it. to be happy, and he's beloved by the students. He's beloved by you know by the fans. I don't know. We'll see. It's just sports. This was going to be, I thought, a quick in and out. Not a whole lot going on. We We just did did off a did a podcast on Saturday. One, maybe our best ever. Maybe it was. It was a good podcast. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback. Kurt's amazing. I mean, he's awesome. He's a dude, and and not that we don't want Kurt as a recurring guest. We do. But I, that was one of my ideas last summer is getting some of these local guys on to kind of tell their story. We can't play at that level every night. 
No, we can't do that. Oh, we can't. No. We, I, I had it's a, a comment. Jordan flu game. I had a comment that um, the podcast was winding down, then we all ordered, ordered another drink, and we hit the reset button, and it all got going again. I think the problem Thank was you, we were drinking tonight. Yeah. The well, energy level but, was low. No, I... I like, it's going to be a good week coming up. I'm excited about about everything. I uh, I'm really excited about this tournament. I really yeah, am. I, I think it's going to be a good one. And I probably I actually am going to see at least one game at Princeton because our good friend Dwayne Shake has talked me into uh, around my work schedule doing the North Davis Southridge game Ooh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. I might. I might. I'll be there. Catch a ride with you. Uh, that sounds good. I, I think I was. He asked me if Blake and I could do it. Well, you we can, did, uh, No, I. Yeah, you and Blake. No, well, Blake's got it. But the, I. I don't know. I haven't talked to Blake. I think he may be on a cruise, so I can't get a hold of him. And she's screaming at us from the bar. Well, we're out of here. Um, no, there's still people at the bar, so it's not to kick us out. But anyway. Uh, Blake and I may do it, but I haven't got a hold of him yet. So, but you can ride with me, and hell, let's go three wide. Who cares? I don't, you know. Yeah, I, I can. I can run run the board. I'd, I'd enjoy that. All right. Thanks to well, we didn't have any guests, so I don't have to thank anybody. Thanks to Night Country for providing us with podcast content. Thanks to the folks that produce Todd's Hockey Minute. They always produce a great segment. Yeah. Mike Thanks to Ghost Paranormal for Adventures. bringing it home. This show is written, produced, directed by Todd Lancaster, Mike DeCorsi. I'm Brian Emmons. It's sectional week. Let's have some fun. And who knows how we may pop on that Red Bones late at night. Tommy Lynn sells. Guilty.